turn with me quickly. To Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Chapter 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, we have this, and I'm going to read from verse 1. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come and the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. That's where we are going to start from this morning. Don't forget where we are coming from. We are coming from looking at being witnesses as young people. We've had part one, we had part two, and we're looking at part three today. In the first two messages, you will discover that our concentration has been on young people's relationship with their parents, isn't it? How do they relate with their parents? If they want to be anything outside, it must show in their relationship with their parents. Their conduct within the family. Then we went on to talk about their relationship with people outside the family, family environment. Is that correct? Then in rounding up last week, we began to talk about how they develop themselves, how they prepare themselves. In terms of being diligent and hardworking developing resilience, good work ethics as they grow up in life, because it's going to be part of their testimony for Jesus. They can't afford to be part of the people who are fooling around when they should be doing things that are meaningful. This morning is going to focus now on their relationship with God. Hallelujah. You will have thought this is where we should start from, but God has a reason for delaying that till now. You will have thought we should have started from there. No, God has a reason, and you will soon begin to connect the dots just now. 
The important thing for young people to realize is this. With all that we have said so far in being witnesses, at the center of it all is your relationship with God. Amen. At the center of it all will be your relationship with the word of God. From where you discover more and more of what God has for you. Amen. And here we are starting this morning from this Ecclesiastes chapter 12. I'm going to be a bit fast, but follow me. The first thing here is remember your creator in the days of your youth. What does that mean if we have to break that down? You know that what you don't know, we cannot expect you to remember. Does that make sense to you? If I ask you to remember something that you have never known, how is that possible? You can only remember what you already have a knowledge of. So young people, the word remember here means develop a personal knowledge of God. That's where it starts from. Know God personally beyond what your parents have told you. That is just to be a gateway for you to have a personal knowledge of God. Whatever our parents have communicated to us, they can only be useful as we come to a personal knowledge of God. Seek to know God. Seek to have a personal experience of God for yourself. That's when everything will have meaning to you. Amen. And it is not difficult. That journey starts from giving your own life to Christ, opening up your own heart to Christ and asking that God will make himself personal to you, real to you. Amen. The journey starts with your salvation. Salvation is the beginning of it. You cannot ride on your parents' faith forever, no matter how spiritual they are. It is helpful. And for those of you who already have godly parents who are showing you the ways of the Lord and you, or you belong to a church where you are learning 
and gaining the knowledge of God, great is a platform. But don't be religious. Have a personal relationship with your own creator, the one who has made you. Our parents are channels of bringing us to earth, to the earth. But God is your creator. God is the one who really knows you more than anyone else. Is the point I'm making clear? And I'm praying that every young man, every young woman amongst us will have a personal knowledge of God, starting from salvation in Jesus' name. But it doesn't end there. Is this point I'm making clear to everyone this morning? As much as I've told you about what my parents taught me, to tell you the truth, I couldn't connect everything they said other than, other than just, um, just you know, a uh, piece of counsel or advice. But it began to make meaning to me the day I became born again. Everything became one in my view. So this is why God has allowed them to say this to me, to say this to me, wonderful. I've, I've found it now. And that will happen to all of our young people here today in Jesus' name. For those who have not yet known him. But you know the knowledge of God is something you grow in. We'll talk about that as we go home. Salvation is the beginning of your journey. But it is not the end of it. It is the starting point of knowing God. So in remembering your creator in the days of your youth, what else? You've known God, then walk in the awareness or consciousness of his presence with you. Amen. There's an awareness that every child of God should develop. There's an awareness that every young person should develop of the very presence of God with you. And I will show you a, a few people who did that from when they were young. Don't wait until you are old. Walk in the awareness and the consciousness of the presence of God with you as a person. There's a common, a common prayer. In fact, we use it routinely in this house. That is in our family. As people are going out, all the children, they know it. God be with you. God be with you. It's not that we don't know that God is with them. It's to create an awareness in them. And in every one of us, God be with you. It's an awareness of a presence. Do you get it? It has become like a greeting for us. We drop the children in school. They say it to you, you say it to them. God be with you, children. God be with you, dad. God be with you, mom. It, 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 it's just... 
It's just an awareness, and they got it. Remember your creator. Walk in the consciousness and awareness of him. You will see what that does. It brings confidence that you are not alone. In any situation you find yourself, in any difficulty you find yourself, even when you cannot reach your parent, you cannot reach anyone, you know you have God's presence with you. Amen. That's why the psalmist would say, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Young people, there are challenges of life that all you, will, all you can rely on will be God. Create that awareness of the God who made you, the God who created you for a purpose. Don't wait until those difficult times they come. Build an awareness of the presence of God who has promised that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, I'm praying that every young child here will, will build an awareness of God's presence in Jesus' name. It gives you confidence. It gives you boldness. And it is not psychological. This is spiritual reality. It is a spiritual reality. So that when you think you are alone, you are not really alone. Someone mighty, great, and powerful, as we were singing in worship today, is with you. Wherever you go. Amen. Is someone following this this morning? Wave your hands at me if you are following. Yes, sir. Build that in your children. The consciousness of the divine presence. God, your maker. The one who owns you and who has a purpose for your life. This is the time to cultivate that. Amen. You know what else it does? It keeps you in check. No one may be looking at me. No one may be observing me. Mom and dad may not know anything, but there is a God. Who is with me? Do you understand that? God is going to make you to achieve real success, but always have him in your heart, in your mind. God is with me. Let's take a few examples because of our time. I'm going to take one or two examples of this so that I can move on quickly. Genesis. Genesis 7. The book of Genesis. Chapter 37. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Genesis 37. From verse 1. So that you know the boy I'm talking about. That is not much older than several of us. 
Now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. This is the history or genealogy, as some translations will put it, of Jacob. Joseph being 17 years old. Joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brothers. And the lad was with the sons of Bila and the sons of Silva, his father's wife, and Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. He saw bad behavior. Joseph did not grow up in a perfect environment. I hope you knew that. He had half siblings that don't reflect anything that he thought befits the family that he belonged to. And he told his dad, the way my brothers are behaving, I don't think it's right. And you see, why was that? He saw something, he knew something in his heart. He could sense bad behavior, he could recognize it. And young people, even though you may not be in a perfect environment, if you open your heart to God, you will, you will be able to recognize what is good from what is bad. Hallelujah. Joseph began to show that from when he was a teenager. He didn't have to imbibe what they were doing because there was something he was aware of that they were not aware of. I'll jump now and go to verse chapter 38. In chapter 38, look at what, after he was sold into slavery, envy, jealousy, he grew up in the midst of all of this difficult situation. Look at chapter 39. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelite, who had taken him down there. The Lord, look at what I want to emphasize here. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptians. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight. In his sight. Hallelujah. Do you get that point? Something was with Joseph. It is called the presence of God. You may think it was just others who recognized it. You may think the Lord just put it there just to show, to show that I was with him. No, even Joseph recognized it, that it was the Lord who was with him. That his successes, they were not due to his hard work alone. They were not just due to the fact that he was a nice boy. There was a presence of God within that he recognized. Don't worry, one of these days you will see a book on when God is with a man. Amen. There was a divine presence himself recognized it. And what did that do for him? It made him to prosper. It made him to succeed. Great. 
But there was something else it did to him. It kept him in the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. Look at that. Jump quickly. You remember the wife of Potiphar, a, a married woman who wanted an affair, and Joseph was to be her target. But look at what Joseph said. Go with me to verse 9. Joseph told the woman, maybe from verse 8, but he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with him in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. Look at what happened. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, pestering him, that he did not heed her to be with her or to lie with her or to be with her. Do you understand that? It was under intense pressure. But there was something that kept, kept him, the consciousness of God's presence. He said, I won't do that. I won't do that. Because he knew God was with him. Young people, an awareness, a consciousness of the presence of God will keep you from evil. No matter the pressure, no matter the peer pressure, he withstood the pressure of evil from his brothers. And the same thing he did here because he was aware of a divine presence. I'm praying that all young people here, you will go out there. You will, God will raise you high. God will make you to succeed. But don't forget God. Keep him at the center of your heart. I thought I could fly and just rush this, but I believe God is impressing something in the heart of someone here. Do you get it? There are a lot of things going on, a lot of teachings going on that may make a young person to forget God as his creator. Don't be in that group. It's your anchor in the days of trouble. He went to prison, but if you read that again, we don't have time. God was with him there. Wherever you are, regardless of the challenges, regardless of the gang up against you, regardless of pressure, the divine presence, the presence of God, if you acknowledge it, will sustain you and will give you victory in the name of Jesus. Always have that behind your mind. Amen. Is this point I'm making clear this morning? Yes. It's looking like, turn with me to first Samuel. 
turn with me to first Samuel. I won't be able to read all of them, but I will just say, maybe I will take Samuel and then jump to something else. I know the Lord will communicate something to us in Jesus' name. In first Samuel chapter one, first Samuel, sorry, chapter two, I wanted to say, Again, here was a young, a young man. The Bible didn't specifically tell us his age, but he was very young. Look at it. He was also growing up in the midst of very negative influence among the sons of Eli. But look at what happened. Verse 12. Now the sons of Eli were corrupt. Don't forget that Samuel had come to join them in the house. They did not know the Lord. Look at verse 27. Yes, am I right in that? No, verse 17. Therefore, the sin of the young man was very great before the Lord. For men abhorred the offering of the Lord. This were very, very unruly boys. But look at the next verse. Verse 18. But Samuel ministered before the Lord even as a child. Even as a child. These were big boys. But Samuel as a child. I wonder why the Bible stressed that even as a child. He hadn't known too much, but he had a different orientation. He had a different style of thinking. He had a different approach, a different attitude towards God. He ministered. He did something for the Lord. He positioned himself in the presence of God to minister, to serve. That's what it means. One of the things that will help you in this remembering the Lord as your creator is give yourself to service in the house of God. Find something to do in the presence of God. Are you following me? As you are growing up, find something to integrate yourself into in the presence of God. Find time to worship before the Lord. For instance, simple. Find time. Do you get the point? Even as a child, wearing a linen effort, wearing the garment that priests will wear, is too, he, he entered into priestly ministry. And we have talked about priestly ministry in different ways before. Find time to worship. Find time to, to worship God yourself personally as children, find time for prayer, find time for the word of God on your own, on your own, on your own. That is how to build yourself. Don't just wait for family altar, find time. If you can find time to, to play Xbox, to work, to watch game, to do anything, find a little time for yourself. It shows your consciousness of God your recognition of God in your life. It is not religion. 
It is training yourself to bring God into the center of your lives and activity and position yourself for something in the presence of God, no matter how little that thing is, even in the church of God. Is this point clear? And there was no wonder that both Joseph and Samuel, they had revelation from God. They had interaction with God. Do you get me? There's a word I'm still keeping in my heart. Many of you don't know that word. You can't remember it. It was brought by a child amongst us. When the, the date is fulfilled, I will tell you. The question God asked me is that if that word had come to you from some of your fathers in the Lord, will you not believe them? I said, yes. He said, huh? the Holy Spirit can communicate through this one. Are you getting the point I'm making? That's why we don't despise what children bring to us. We don't despise what children bring to us. When they are speaking by the Spirit of the Lord, I know it. Is the point I'm making clear. God made himself to them. And look at what happened in chapter 3. Oh, no, in, chap- in that same chapter 2, look at what happened. Verse 26. And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and men. The child grew. Young people seek develop, seek growth in the things of God. Seek growth. Seek to develop your spiritual life. While the others were getting more and more corrupt, he was busy building himself up in the Lord. And God was giving him favor. The door to favor is divine presence, is the presence of God. The key to favor, the favor that opens impossible doors, is recognition of the presence of God. Amen. And that's how the boy grew. And I'm praying that every young person amongst us will seek growth and development in the things of God in Jesus' name. Because I really don't want to rush this, maybe I may have to stop again. And God was doing something with him. That was beyond imaginations of even older people. And I'm praying that God will raise amongst us young people that what God will be doing in their lives, in their lives and through them, will amaze and challenge even the older people amongst us in Jesus' name. Go with me in chapter 3. Chapter 3, are we there? From verse 19. No? From verse 19, yes. So Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him. Can you see this thing we are talking about? And the Lord was with him. He acknowledged the presence of God, and God never failed to demonstrate his presence to him. When the people acknowledge the presence of God, when a people recognize the presence of God with them, God will continue to show himself to them. Amen. That is the secret. Do you want to know more of God? 
recognize his presence in your life. And you will discover that he will yet show himself more and more, more and more, more and more to you. Walk in the consciousness of his presence. Parents, can I challenge you? Echo this in the heart of your children. Bring this to them. And let none of his words fall to the ground. God began to support him. God began to uphold him. God began to back him up. And all Israel from Dan to Bathsheba knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. He began to grow into the purpose and plans of God for him. And that can be in anything. I'm not necessarily saying in ministry, in, in, mini, in church ministry alone. No. In anything. You begin to grow. Young people, what that will help you, you begin to develop in line with what God has in mind for you. The original intention of God for you. Uncorrupted and unpolluted by the influence of man. Is this secret getting clearer to these young people this morning? Look at the next thing. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself, made himself known to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord. We are going to stop there today. So God began to reveal himself, make himself known to Samuel. The secret to it is recognition of his presence. Recognition, awareness of his presence, dwelling in the atmosphere of his presence, both when you are on your own, when you are in the company of a church group like this. Brings the revelation of God to you. Brings the mind of God to you. Young people, Develop the knowledge of God, live in the consciousness and awareness of his presence with you. And grow in his presence, knowing him more and more. It's going to be the key to your fulfilling purpose, to your fulfilling destiny in this life. It's going to save you from trouble. It's going to bring deliverance to you. Is going to bring you elevation in the eyes of all. I read verse 1 of chapter 4. And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Came to all Israel. There's no limit to what God can do to with any of our young people in any field of, of endeavor. If you keep God at the center of your life, walking in the conscious awareness of his presence. Bow down your heads as we pray this morning. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord.
talk to him. Talk to them. Parents, why not pray for your children? That they will not forget God. They will not leave God out of their lives. For those who have not known the Lord, that they will encounter God for themselves. It was my heart desire. That's always been my prayer for my children. Don't let them just ride on my own faith alone. Let them build a personal relationship with God. Pray for them that they will encounter God personally. That's what will make the difference in their lives. There are teachings they are exposed to that you don't even know. There are things they have been told they won't even tell you. But with the consciousness of God with them, of the presence of God with them, they will overcome. They will prevail. They will triumph. The knowledge of God in them will triumph over every teaching coming from the kingdom of darkness. Every influence of hell. And don't joke. These are, these are evil days when things are flying around. That if you take children who recognize the presence of God to prevail over those things. to keep them safe, to keep them secure. And young people here, pray for yourself. That you will know God. You will walk in the consciousness of God all of your life. The presence of God. You will not forget that God is with you even when no one is there with you. You will have a, 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 a sense that spiritual sense of divine presence in the name of Jesus is your protector, your creator, your protector, your defender. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord this day. Yeah.